Hey everyone, and welcome to the Marketing Blender Show. I'm Dacia. And I'm Daisy. Today we are talking about how does branding impact company culture. Now there's a lot of buzzwords going on around culture as it relates to marketing. And you were pointing out a couple of them. I'm like, wow, why are these different buzzwords? There's talent branding, there's employee branding, there's culture branding. There's all the different brandings for all the different aspects of the human beings that a brand comes into contact with. Yes. But you know what? The irony is they're all branding. Exactly. And I am glad for one thing about these buzzwords is because it means that there is finally a conversation in the market that branding is about all of your stakeholders and it's about the total impact and the total representation of what you stand for, not just what do you sell or what is your product or, you know, how does this drive my marketing? And yet I still see this connection between the externally facing marketing branding that companies have and the culture branding and the talent branding and the employee branding they want to build. They sometimes still see those as, well, this is our brand for marketing and sales, and this is our brand for culture and talent, and they should absolutely not be the same, uh, different things. Absolutely. And so that does bring me to a quick point that yes, it should help you market. Yes, it should help you track talent. Yes, it should help you cement and reinforce culture. But then there's a lot of other details inside of that. Internal communication, how you decide to announce things to your company. Employee experience, you know, building creativity and asking is this actually integral to who we say we are consistently and at a scaled level? So actually building experience into it from branding. And it can even be super tactical, right? What does the physical location look like? What are the choices that impact a day-to-day? What do we wear? And what does that feel like? How do we deliver rewards or compensation packages? These actually can all be a component of brand decisions as long as you're thinking about your internal customers or your employees. And we saw a lot of companies falter around this when everybody started working from home. And they were like, we have no idea. Should we bring people back into the office? Is that part of our culture? Does it matter that people are face-to-face or should they remain virtual forever? How does that impact us? How do we run meetings? So there are all kinds of areas of your culture that you may not have looked at until just recently, but all of those things impact how employees and future talent uh, views your brand and whether they want to work with you. I love it. Absolutely. So one of the other things too, that I want to bring up before we get into some tactical application, how do we go about this is that branding, when you're thinking about culture, they talk about purpose-driven brands wildly outperform companies that are more product or service centered. And I think that's really important. I mean, there is stacks upon stacks upon stacks of research. I mean, there's one reputable uh, survey that basically said purpose-driven companies can outperform by over a thousand percent of the standard S&P portfolio. thousand percent. I mean, it almost sounds ridiculous, but that's actually what's at stake when you're thinking about how do we communicate our culture and protect it and maximizing, maximize it. And that's really the, the impact that branding can do because you're taking intentional touch points and mapping it around what you've identified as your, as your corporate culture. 
Exactly. And if you just think about what if your employees love your brand as much as your customers do? Of course, it has an impact. That's a no-brainer. Yes, absolutely. And I think you know there are still some companies and some lines of thought that are that say the customer is always right. Um, but there's also a line of thought that is if you take great care of your employees, they will take great care of your customers, and they will remedy any sort of friction or breakdown that happens as long as you prioritize the people inside of the company. And so why not make an investment in your brand and the experience that people are having inside of your corporate walls, whether they're hybrid or whether they're remote or physical? I think the customer is always right, should be replaced with our people always matter. Bravo. Because there again, they are going to share that human-centered, people-first approach through their customer interactions, if that's what they're receiving, because they're capable of giving that. This ad is brought to you by the Marketing Blender Lab. Marketing is hard for everyone, but small businesses are stuck with small budgets, not enough time, and too many options. SEO, social, paid ads, email marketing, live events. How do you choose where to focus? These are the top challenges I hear from entrepreneurs. You keep getting generic marketing advice that doesn't apply to your business. You've watched tutorials and tried a bunch of tactics that didn't work. You still don't have clarity on what you should focus on to get results. You don't have enough time to get marketing done. And maybe you've worked with freelancers or agencies that have let you down. You can get expert advice and start making real progress. The Marketing Blender Lab gives you an affordable way to work with an experienced chief marketing officer and finally get a handle on your marketing. We help you figure out how to reach your target audience and get more customers, what to focus on so you stop wasting time and money, and how to delegate effectively so you don't have to do it all yourself. Join me in the lab and let's figure out how to grow your revenue faster. And this is something that I talk about when I teach on brand evangelism. So brand evangelism is the activity that your employees take to promote and showcase your brand in the market. Now, guess what? You don't get to control everything your employees say online about your organization. So culture branding, talent branding, employee branding, those things matter a lot in terms of the perspective that your entire market is going to have about your organization. Because employees who love your company, who understand what your brand is about, who buy into it, who are on track with your mission and vision, those are the people you want out there on social media talking about your brand. Absolutely. So, um... Just to wrap up, are there any specific tactics or ideas that you've come across or that you've been a part of where it was an example of branding to your internal clientele? I had a client last year that is looking to aggressively grow, and they actually did go through the process of identifying what are the characteristics of their best employees. It's a chance to bring in actually the employees that you have and say, what makes you tick? This is what I love about you. Talk to me about how to how we can clone you, get more people like you. So actually bringing your current talent into the, the conversation around, you know, what is it that makes them shine within your organization because of who your organization is is important. Um, one thing I would like to add before we close is for business owners, if you've built a strong culture brand, this is something that sh- should survive you as a leader. So if you eventually retire, if you eventually have an exit and your organization is acquired by another business, you need to have a brand that's strong enough that it, it can survive and continue to build itself around the core values that you've instilled and that your people have built on. 
Well said. One of the fun ones I'm getting to work on right now is we're taking their core values and some of their repeatables, the things that they're saying colloquially, you know, just as the relationships that's happening and it's changing the physical inside. But the reason why that's so important is not because of pretty things on the walls, but because they're hiring so quickly and that experience of new employees, we want people to be able to adopt the core values and remember them more quickly. And we're creating some substantial, like actually tangible things to reward uh, core value alignment. And so it's actually building, like it's a tangible representation of experiences that they're going to start creating intentionally for their employees to celebrate those core values and when people are really aligned. So I'm so excited about this one because we're using branding to give the leaders tools to scale their culture and to protect what they worked so hard to build and just feels so good to get to honor the heart of that company. Yeah, it's really And it really has to be something that's actionable. Your core values are not core values if people aren't acting on them. Your culture is not culture unless people are living it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you've got questions for us about branding and culture and even the tactical nature, post some comments, reach out to either one of us on social media. And if you enjoyed this, we would love for you to give us that like button and definitely subscribe for the latest content. Onward and upward. We hope you learned something today that will help you succeed with your marketing. And if you liked what you heard, definitely give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. Don't forget to check the show notes. We're sharing free tools and resources there. And you guys, we would love to hear your comments. So drop one in or send us an email and maybe we'll use your topic on a future show.